Hi there, Dr. Gary here on the road. We sell dental practices nationwide. Today's topic is both bank and attorney screw up at the closing. We'll get into what happened. Right now, we are nationwide in multiple states selling dental practices. We have 10 employees, including two CPA accounts, all here to service you. You can reach us from, I think it's 8 a.m. till 9.30 p.m. every day, East Coast time. Our number is 201-663-0935. And the websites are dentalpracticeguide.com or nationwidedentalpracticebrokers.com. So give us a call. I'll be more than happy to help you. Now, as far as the uh, what happened today, you find this pretty interesting. This is late breaking. This just happened. I don't have time to go to a studio and make and redo the videos. These are all one-take videos. So please bear with us. Now, everything you're about to hear is for entertainment purposes. It's not legal or business advice. If you're thinking about selling to a... Uh, DSO, Dental Services Organization, a lot has changed, a lot of consolidation. Some are not buying, some are not buying single offices. So we can guide you through those waters. Uh, we do not work for the DSOs. But when you work with us, we'll get your legal fees most of the time reimbursed at closing when you work with us. And your commission is generally paid by the uh, DSO. In fact, everyone I've sold to DSO has paid my, commi paid my commission. So uh, there'll be no, generally, I will use the words, uh, the most circumstances, there is no seller uh, commission to the broker. They don't have to pay a commission. Um, and we'll get into more details about that. Of course, it depends on certain criteria. But moving along, let's talk about this. The, today was supposed to be a closing, and it did occur, right? And it was interesting, I thought this was one of my easier closings. I'm surprised nothing has happened. Well, sure enough, you know, you would think on Friday, I think I did one of my other tapes Friday afternoon, I was beginning to relax a little bit. I was swimming in the ocean. But even though, and in the back of my mind, I said, it's not over yet. So sure enough, they had the closing today. Now, on the closing statement is what the seller's getting paid, what the broker's getting paid, what the attorney's getting paid. That all gets paid out of the closing statement, and the bank or the attorney will will wire the money. Okay, that's what happens. They wire the money out to the respective parties. Now, that was supposed to go pretty smooth, because when you've got a closing statement prepared by one of the parties, it's done well ahead of time. So everybody knows what the closing statement is, and generally we send, everybody sends their wiring instructions ahead of time. So the bankers have it. So they had the closing today, and I get this note, Dr. Gary, you know, we didn't receive your wire instructions, therefore the bank said they have to disperse funds today, and we've sent the seller essentially your commission instead of deducting it for her. You'll have to collect it from her. And also the attorney. This would have been the seller's attorney. The bank arbitrarily decided, along with the buyer's attorney, 
that it's okay. Don't pay the broker. Let, let the seller pay the broker. Yes, the fees are coming from the broker, but what happens is in the closing statement, her funds that she receives, part of those funds get directed to us. So in other words, have the balance number on the closing statement. Everything has to tie out what she's getting, what credits there are, what guy he's getting, what attorney's work, and everything's there. Now, as far as the wiring instructions, you got to have that ahead of time. Week, two weeks, three weeks ahead of time. The broker's contract and wire instructions, two weeks ahead of time. Sometimes I'm a little lax, a little bit, and I'll wait like 10 days or something. But either way, the attorneys are always seeking it from me. Give us the, give us the information. We know your dollar amount now. Please give us uh, your wiring instructions. And under this circumstance, this buyer's attorney was creating the, uh, the contract. Right, the APA sales contract, and on there, everybody was was being paid, including the broker, me, and the seller's attorney. One thing leads to another. That's what happened. The banker says we're running out of time. We got to send the wire out. We'll send the wire to the seller. The seller will disperse money. Now, imagine if something happens to the seller. And the seller gets sick. The seller passes away right after the closing. And she's supposed to disperse the funds. Now the funds have gone into her estate. Can you imagine how hard that is getting money out of an estate? Your money's going to be tied up for weeks, months, maybe a year. When we questioned the buyer's attorney about this, we said, uh, what are you doing? You had a closing statement that you, the buyer's attorney, created. You're not abiding by it at all. You've essentially altered the closing statement and are giving all the money to the seller, which is not the proper thing to do. Their response was, well, we sent a message out to Dr. Gary last week that we needed his wire instructions. And he didn't respond. So therefore, the bank needed to close, and that's what we did. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Maybe call me once or twice. Maybe there's like 30 emails going back and forth, and one of them I think is going between you and the other attorney. And I may have missed it. I'm pretty much on top of my game, but occasionally I miss something. And they were very cavalier about it. Well, don't worry about it. They tell me, you, you get it from the seller. I'm like, yeah, now I have to hunt for my money from the seller, who's older, probably has never sent a wire before. It's not fair to put the uh, seller under that kind of pressure. Can you send me the wire somehow? No, no, we don't have the money in our account, it's gone. You're going to have to talk to the seller, it's really not our problem anymore. I'm like, you got to be freaking kidding me. Now, how fast do you think I'll be sending this attorney another referral. And how would you think I'm going to quietly, indiscreetly, you know, badmouth? I'm like, how could you do this? You created this closing statement. My name's on there. It says how much I'm getting paid. And you decide because you called me once a week ago and I didn't respond that it's okay to take it into your own hands and decide what will happen to the broker's commission. Meanwhile, the brokers will put the deal together. 
this is ridiculous. I'm telling them. What a day it was. What a day. Didn't know about anything. Sailed through the weekend with a little bit of comfort on Friday. But I always knew in the back of my mind there's a possibility the deal's not going through. It always seems to be 70, 30, or 80, 20. 80% it's going through, 20% will, or 30% will. It's terrible. Now the attorney's not paid, I'm not paid. So what did my attorney, who I recommended in the past, representing the buyer do? Representing the seller, what do you think he did? He stepped up to the plate. And said, Dr. Gary, I'm going to send you that commission out of my own funds, and I'll get all the money from the seller. Now, there's a guy that steps up to the plate. I thought that was great. And that's what he's supposed to do. Because he knows my business is worth more than a couple grand. So, he did that. He stepped up to the place. We still got to figure out what's going on with the bank. Why they even permitted this. Why weren't they looking for the... Uh, um, the email addresses of two, three weeks ago. Why weren't they searching for it? Big headache. I think it's resolved now. I wish I was at the beach halfway there. <laughs> All right, team, bye.